Welcome to the Conscious Lifestyle Living Podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Amanda. And this is the place where we explore the endless possibilities of our divinity through the experience of our humanity. Join us as we laugh, cry, and show our human side while we practice the embodiment of our divine potential. Perfect. Hi, everyone. All right. Here we are. Here we go. Again, another one. Another day, another podcast. Can, can you, you can tell the theme in my intro voice of what our theme is going to be today, I think. Another one, another thing. <laughs> Michelle, Amanda, have you- Michelle, Michelle, what's our topic? Oh my gosh, you guys, has anybody been experiencing overwhelm lately? I mean, exactly, exactly like what Amanda said. Another day, another thing, here we go. Like life has kind of thrown everyone a little bit for a loop in this last few months, right? Agreed. Moms are all sudden, not just moms, they're also teachers, homeschooling, having to have everyone at the house, having the whole world be different. It's definitely put a lot more on our plates. And I say it has probably ever happened before. Yeah, I'd agree. You want to know what's yeah. really been and getting me? Huh? This is what's been getting me. But you you, you know this from before. It just got like a little bit exacerbated over like the time. Is that a word? I think that's a word. Maybe not. Anyhow. It is. It is. This is a word. Okay. Not, it's great. It sounds like, it sounds like not, one. It's not a great one that like encompasses how I feel. <sighs> Making food. All the food. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I've been a lot of takeout recently. <laughs> You know, you, you, you do the schoolwork and we just, we have like one more, one more week of school left. Right. So it's like doing the schoolwork, jumping into like business clients, content creation, Mm -hmm. and then wrapping that part of my day up. And then it's like, oh crap, I got to make dinner now. (laughs) (laughs) The last thing on the plate of a day of full awesomeness is like, and one more thing. Oh. And I actually, I don't mind making the thing. It's coming up with the idea. Anyhow, I'm totally taking us on a different tangent, but that is like some real life up over here. Overwhelm pretty much for me when it's time to come up with an idea for dinner. Well, it's probably to the point too, where it's like, you've gone through the whole day and you've just exhausted your mind in so many awesome things. Cause it's like mm-hmm. a lot of great things are happening. You know, yes, sure. you spend more time with your kids. You're helping them with their school. Amazing things are happening in business with clients. It's all things that you love, but by the I get end to of make, the night, it's I get to make like, out with my husband during the middle of the day because he's home too. Right. I mean, lots see, of good things, lots of good things. And it just happens to be like, and it just feels like one more thing, one more thing on top of everything else. And by the end of the day, it's like, hey, I'm not used to this. This was not life just a couple, you know, month and a half ago, six weeks ago, or what's it like? Oh, I'm coming out two months now. And so it's just learning to have a new capacity, but it's kind of like, what are the things that you do to get yourself where it's not like, oh my gosh, I can't yep. keep doing this. This is crazy. One more thing, one more thing, piling up, piling up. It can get to the point where you do feel completely overwhelmed. And I also do realize too that a lot of it is dependent. Like, so the actual things that I do or the things that are coming in, they can actually look pretty much the same from day to day, right? So like the outside Mm -hmm. thing can look the same, but, and there Mm -hmm. are some days where I feel the overwhelm and some days where I don't. 
And it really has mm-hmm. been coming back to, all right, what's going on inside of me, right? Because when overwhelm hits, it actually doesn't necessarily, I, and yes, sometimes like lots of things will show up, boom, 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 one right after the other, and I got to take a breath, right? There are, I'm yeah. not saying there aren't moments like that, but mm-hmm. what I am saying is that when overwhelm is showing up like on the daily it's probably not because mm-hmm. when you look at it, so many things are actually happening. It's the way that you're relating to those so many things that are actually happening. Oh, for sure. And isn't that kind of the theme of everything? It always comes back back to us, but pointing back to us to be like, what's going on inside of us that's creating this result or this like reality that we're living, mm-hmm. where it does feel like it's overwhelming or it does, you know feel like it's too much, which I think is really good. So what are the, some of the things it's like, okay, having it, if it's, if you're experiencing overwhelm on the daily, cause like you said, sometimes overwhelm just happens. It's not so much something new and sometimes mm-hmm. it is. What are the things Amanda, do you notice that usually is the case happening when you're starting to experience over overwhelm as an everyday lived experience instead of something that just pops up here or there? Okay. So two things that I have noticed Um, one is that I get, um, I find myself futurizing, meaning like there's a to-do list and there's lots of things and there's things that are happening really, really, you know, some really soon, some a year out. And I am catching myself spending way too much time trying to figure out what I need to be doing a week from now, a month from now, a year from now (laughs) versus Mm -hmm. just like being right here in the moment and being like, okay, what are the steps today? Right. Which is a really, really good thing. Cause I think most times people, not just in everyday life, but if it's like business or if it's your relationship, anytime you're not in the present, I feel like overwhelm is always a really good indicator to let you know, Hey, Mm -hmm. you're either in the past or you're in the future. Like most of the time it's usually the future of what's coming up. I feel like with overwhelm, but that's, I always think that's a super good indicator to be like, okay, Michelle, let's get right back into the moment. Yep. Right back here in the present. And And so I think that's one of, one of the things that I've noticed. Um, And then I was talking with a client actually yesterday and she's like, you will not believe, because she was feeling super overwhelmed. And she's like, you will not believe how long it took me to send invoices out for my husband's company. I only needed to send four of them out. It should have taken me mm, maybe 20 minutes to like make sure everything was done and sent and emails and like write all the communications around it. 20 minutes. She's like, three and a half hours later, still hadn't finished. And part of it, so part of the reason why is because, so during this time, um, especially as we've all kind of been in, you know, a a quarantined or a stay at home or, you know, whatever everybody has been experiencing, whatever you want to call that with this Mm -hmm. pandemic, um, there's been a lot of opportunities to feel. Lots of stuff is getting brought up, right? And so Mm -hmm. some, you know, I've noticed even with my client yesterday, she would sit down to the computer to just try and knock out a little task. But by simply just sitting and being still, it would start to bring up her stuff. And so her coping mechanism that she landed on was that when she sits down and gets still and her stuff starts to come up and she doesn't want to acknowledge it, doesn't want to be present with it and doesn't want to feel it. She'll pick up her phone and she'll mm-hmm. jump on social media. And so she would find, Oh, so isn't that just, such a great distraction? <laughs> right. And it's like, mm-hmm. Oh, I don't, I, I know I need to do this thing. And I'm also feeling, I don't want to feel, so I'm going to pick up my phone 
or I'm going to pick up my, whatever my coping mechanism is, and I'm going to, I'm going to cope versus actually getting the thing done. And then that's when stuff starts to pile up. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. So the things that were on your to-do list for today, then get bumped to your to-do list for tomorrow and then the next day yep. and the next day. Mm-hmm. And as it piles on and you get to where you're not really bringing in like a feeling or an energy of accomplishment. So mm-hmm. the energy of accomplishment absolutely helps counteract the feelings of overwhelm. Oh, for sure. For you, sure. You, like that right there is one of the antidotes. And mm-hmm. In conjunction with that, on the other side, is one of the things that you might get to get done is acknowledge what you're actually feeling right now. Which I think is a really good thing to acknowledge is the fact that there is two, usually two different things, like especially right now, with the fact that life has slowed down. We don't have as many distractions to take us away from what's going on on the inside as we did before. Like there's not taking kids to practices or mm-hmm. a bunch of meetings you have to go to or like going out and distracting yourself in other ways. Right. And not that any of those things are inherently bad because they are not, but right. life slowed down a little bit. And sometimes when you have some maybe internal things that are going on, some maybe hurts and some past wounds mm-hmm. or maybe some feelings of not being enough. Well, sometimes those things are scary to go and look at. And it's like, I don't know what to do with what I'm feeling inside. Right. And so you find ways just to distract yourself. Have, and everyone has a different flavor. Like mine's usually jumping on net, Netflix and binge watching something and I just don't have to think of anything. Like that's like my usual, well, my one that I've noticed will want to pop up that over mm-hmm. quarantine did it. Yeah. Or it is jumping on social media. Or it is like going in trying to like, you know, fix someone else's problems or having a bunch of other things you're doing for other people. So that is a very real thing right now is realizing sometimes what you're feeling is the overwhelm's happening because things are piling up or you're not being able to sit with what's actually going on or or things are piling up inside and they're starting to explode exactly it's like oh my gosh not only is this like life crazy right now and there's a lot of opportunities to jump into places of fear because things are changing and there can be some unknown but then it's also like wait and i'm starting to feel things inside that i have bottled up and i have like packed on top inside of me that there's so much going on inside that that stuff's starting to explode Mm -hmm. and so realizing that that is a very real reality. Right. And so it's like, okay, maybe we're described this. And you're like, yes, that's me. Yes, yes, yes. And what the heck? Great. You just told me that I'm basically kind of screwed. I have all this stuff going on. And what do I do now? And I think one of the things like Amanda said is like, just the fact of acknowledging is like, Hey, this is what I'm feeling. Acknowledging, mm-hmm. Hey, guess what? Life is a little bit different right now. I am having the opportunity to be able to look at some of the things that are going on inside of me. Well, I always take, and this is a belief that I've decided to adopt a while ago because it has totally changed my life in the way that I move forward in life. But I decided because like what you believe and the thought that things you think and the things you say dictate your life. Well, I decided instead of thinking like, Oh my gosh, life is happening to me. I changed the way that I look at things. It's one of the things that we teach in all of our courses is that, Changing your perspective to life is happening for me. So because of that, I have adopted the belief and trained my mind to always look at that. When something's happening in my life, I always think it's like, how is this happening for me? And overwhelm is one of those things. I'm like, okay, if overwhelm is happening, but it's actually a blessing, what's the blessing? Mm -hmm. For me, it's just an awareness. It's like, hey, Michelle, you've gotten out of alignment. And then... When it shows up that way, because this is a thing, when you change your perspective that life is happening for me, 
and everything that's showing up is a blessing, all of a sudden you're asking better questions. You're not asking, why did this happen? Why is life always, why is life always giving me bad things? Because you want to know what? Your brain, your subconscious mind is just like a Google search bar. If you ask it a question, it's like, mm-hmm. okay, I'll go find proof of that. So if you're asking your mind, why does this always happen to me? It's like, oh, well, let's, ha- keep, let's keep showing you how, well, look this way, because that will give you an experience to validate why bad things are always happening. And you're mm-hmm. almost having your, training your mind to look for experiences that keep bringing you things that feel like disasters or maybe like the negative things that you're not wanting. But if you come in and if your belief is life is happening for me, well, then you're going to ask a different question. Okay. Well, how is it? Why is this? Is this, what is this happening? And what's it bringing to me that it's half that's going to be for my benefit? Well, when overwhelm shows up, it's like, okay, well, why is this happening for me? And immediately same thing. I'm kind of going to that Google search bar in my brain and saying, why is this happening for me? Well, my brain all of a sudden is going to start looking for, why is this? Why is this a blessing? Oh, well, Michelle, you said you had these goals that you wanted. And with the current way you are doing things, that is going to be very overwhelming because you aren't scheduled out. And if you get on a better schedule and you know what you're doing at what times, things won't, things won't add up. I mean, things won't pile up. Mm-hmm. And for me, for those of you that know me and those ones that don't know me, you guys, I really like to go with the flow of things. I like to be spontaneous. I used to be like, oh man, I don't like structure. Well, I also got to look at that belief because that belief in my mind, if things were too structured and too planned out, that means I wouldn't be able to be free. Like I wanted to have my freedom when Mm -hmm. actually when I got to look at the overwhelm and I got to look at why I was having overwhelm, well, one of it is I didn't have structure. So I would have all these things piled up. I wouldn't have a time that I was going to get them done. And so that actually took away from my freedom because I also spent all day thinking about all the things that I needed to do. And instead of just getting them done, I was thinking of, oh, I need to do this now, or this needs, oh, I, I still need to do this. So when I was trying to do other things that were, I was getting as more fun or more enjoyable, or, you know, the thing that I like wanted to get away from, like if I was zoning out, there was always those things in the back of my mind, but Michelle, you still need to create this content or Michelle, you still need to organize that group or hey, you need to call so-and-so or go to the grocery store. But when I started to add more structure into my life, all of a sudden the overwhelm went away. Mm-hmm. And you guys, that's not normally what I would have thought that would bring me my life more freedom is to have more structure, right? It's almost like, well, that seems counterintuitive. But because I was willing to ask the que- a different question by just saying, hey, how is this happening for me? How is overwhelming happening for me? I was able to find a way to have a different experience. Yeah. So that's one of the things too, is like, if it's showing up, what is it pointing to go in and ask a different thing? Cause because of changing your perspective, I was able to literally get different information because I was going to ask myself a different question. Mm -hmm. Like the questions you ask will literally dictate the reality that you live and create the reality that you're living. Asking better questions. I have found, especially in this overwhelm thing has actually turned out to be a blessing that I've been looking for, for a really long time. Right. Okay. So Michelle, if you were to nutshell it down, what are some, like, what are some good questions that people can ask themselves? Like to help. Very first one. Very first one. How is this happening for me? How is this How is this experience? And usually the ones that you don't particularly love ask, how is this happening for me? 
because instantaneously you're going to start to look at what is this pointing to and what's the blessing that's supposed to come out of it. Love it. Like exactly like I said, overwhelm for me was just pointing to me to have more structure, which in the long term with some of the goals that I have that I'm wanting to work towards, I'm absolutely going to need more structure in order to have the capacity to have those goals happen. Okay. So overwhelm showed up for me because I asked that question that was not only going to give me a result in my day to day, but was also going to take me towards the goals that I want in the long term. Yeah. So that would be the very first thing. And then when you ask, how is this happening for me? And you start to get something that's like, oh, well, you're not very structured. Ask more questions about it, guys. Like that is one thing that, I mean, guys, I love questions. They're my favorite. They're absolutely my favorite. <laughs> Everything that I've ever gotten in my life is because I've learned how to ask like better questions. But if you start, if you sit down, like one of the things, if you listen to our podcast, we talk about core four. We talk about having inspired action. When you can learn to sit down and to receive inspiration from whatever you want to, if it's from yourself, if it's from God, if it's from source, whatever it is that you believe in, when you can learn to get and to listen to that inspiration and follow through, you all of a sudden find that you will start doing less work and having like 10 times the result because you're not just out there hustling. I think that's another thing that with overwhelm, if you're just out there trying to fix it without like inspired action, it's just a lot of work. And it's kind of like throwing spaghetti mm. at the wall. I hope this one works. I hope this one works. I hope it sticks. I hope it sticks. I hope it sticks. Guys, that's exhausting. What if it's like you've had a couple of experiences of throwing things at the wall and you're like, okay, why, what would be the most beneficial thing that I can do right now? That's another good question is first off, I say my old all-time favorite one is how is this happening for me? Second, I would say, and what is the thing, the best thing I can do right now mm -hmm. to be able to handle overwhelm? Because again, you guys, that's taking it right down here in the present moment. Very, 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 very present. And when you sit and ask, like, be still for a minute and wait till an inspiration comes and also be gentle with yourself. You guys, this comes with practice. You'll get to the point where you can ask a question instantaneously. You will get an answer coming from your mind because you've practiced. But in the beginning, sometimes it's like you'll think something and like, I don't know, is that or is that not? You have to practice. Sometimes you're going to start doing some of the things you thought you were inspired. You're like, mm, I don't really know if that was inspired action. But you're going to learn. And it's just a practice thing that you're going through to be able to know. So second question, what's the best thing I can do right now? It takes you right down into the present moment that can absolutely help you move. Mm -hmm. And then I'd say third thing, and this isn't so much a question, but this is something I always think when you're feeling overwhelmed or things are all out of control and all over the place, I stop and take like 30 seconds and just breathe. Yes. Sit, breathe, and just focus on your breath. Focus on it as like you breathe in how it feels just to let your whole body calm down because that's gonna take your brain out of fight or flight to where you actually can start to receive some answers in order to know how to yeah. move forward. And you're not just going out of this like charged survival mode right. place. And, and when it kicks you, you know, when your brain starts to kick out of fight or flight, then your adrenals stop pumping, right? Because here's the thing, mm -hmm. overwhelm is just a precursor to an anxiety attack. Yep. Right. So if you can catch it at overwhelm, right, you can save yourself a lot of suffering and a lot of pain. And so being able to catch it 
you know, as soon as you start to feel it, you can, you can feel the panic. Like it it starts as overwhelm and then it will start to spin out into sheer panic. Right. And Uh then you're just, and then you're just expending all sorts of energy in all sorts of different ways and you're accomplishing literally nothing. Uh Um, And so I love how like one of the, one of the things that you mentioned, like one of the key things, like top three things is to sit down and breathe because, because it allows the, the emotion to clear out of your body. That's trying to move, right. Those feelings we were talking about earlier, how, you know, pick up and numb out on Facebook or numb out on um, Netflix or whatever, right. Those things that were starting to come up, it allows that to go. Um, it, It allows not just your mind, but also your body your adrenal system will thank you for this. Um, Mm -hmm. And, and it also allows for your energy to self-regulate breath is, it is a self-regulator. And so, and so really that, that is actually one of the things that I'm, I'm, I might just flip them around, right? The pattern interrupt, make myself sit down. Um, And that's just for me, right? I, I get uh-huh. like a Michelle has a mind where it's like, go to the question. And then like, you know, that is part of her pattern interrupt. For me, part of my pattern interrupt is sit your butt down and breathe. The most important thing that you can do right now is sit your butt down and breathe. Get right back in this moment and start letting yep. some of this move. Because for me, I get to move some of the stuff first a little bit, like get some of that going. Uh-huh. And then when I ask the question, the answers tend to come easier for me. Mm-hmm. And so you may be somebody that, that resonates with the way that Michelle does it, right? Like her, hers, hers is, you know, her one, two, three is almost like opposite of my one, two, three. But at this, yep. but they, but it, so it doesn't really matter. The order is what I guess I'm getting at. Yeah. Test out, that is try out. And so true. Right. There is no one right way. These are just some great suggestions that you can try on and see, mm-hmm. see, see what order works for you or, you know, it, it may be something else. Um, but these are just some of the things that we found that are quite helpful when overwhelm shows up. Well, and I think that's kind of one of the things like if you guys have ever worked with us or heard some of the stuff that we talk about, our whole goal is getting it. So you are self-referencing. Like the whole reason that I know I get to go to the question first is because if I go to, but you guys, that's because I've tested it out. I tried it before people say like, this is what you need to do. You need to make sure you get in your body first and then do that. Well, I realized because of the way that my mind works, I got to go address the mind part first. And that's the whole reason why Amanda says like, oh no, for her, she has to breathe first because when she calms down that she can go back when like the energy moves through a little bit. She can go through her mind. You guys, you get to test out and you get to see what works for you and what Mm -hmm. doesn't. Because you want to know what? If you came back and said, hey, guess what? I listened to your podcast on overwhelm. And the whole thing that I got is that none of those things work for me. And this is what works for me. You want to know what? We would literally be so excited and so happy. Because here's the deal. We want you to be able to be so connected to yourself, so connected to your source and to understand your body, your mind and your emotions to the point that you have your own like user's manual for yourself. 
where it's like, Hey, mm -hmm. I get that this is how my mind works. I get that this is how my body and my energy works. And this is what works for me. You guys, that's the whole point. We are all so different that it's going to be different for everybody to get to this, like to get to that place of centeredness and connection. And these are just suggestions to figure out like, what does it look like for you to connect? How does inspiration move through you? Like through Amanda, it might be more of like a body and I feel this and then the mind comes in. For me, mine's more of my mind comes in and I confirm it with what I'm feeling in my body. Like it's all so different, but there isn't one right way. It's not there's one true path to be able to get to the point of getting inspiration or to figure out what overwhelm is for you. But I know for me, hearing a lot of suggestions helped me get to the point where I could even figure it out. But starting to be aware of it and starting to write down to know, oh, this seems to be a kind of a very similar pattern that happens. Oh, and if I do this, I seem to get similar results. Like it's such a great way to be able to figure out what works for you. Because mm -hmm. then when you come from that point, all of a sudden overwhelm is, is just like when overwhelm pops up for me, it is just a blessing to say, hey, you're wanting to go somewhere and what you're currently doing is not taking you there. Yep. That's it. Yep. Super. Simple. I don't even go in. Yep. Just feedback. And it's not. And so when it shows up, I'm like, Oh, thank you. Because I'd rather know upfront that what I'm doing is not working and it's not going to lead me to where I want to go. And I'd rather adjust things right out the gate than trying to go down this path and beating down a door to hustle harder and work harder to make something happen. That's not even going to take me where I want to go. I think I'd be a lot, I'd be a lot madder more upset at the end if all of a sudden it was like what i just spent six months doing something that's now not even going to take me where i want to go oh i would have rather know the first couple days yep. down that yeah let, let me know right up front and i think that's what's yeah. so awesome is like our bodies our bodies really will help regulate that right because overwhelm mm -hmm. is has its own body sensations to get your attention yep. feeling is not mm -hmm. a bad thing Feeling oh. is, it's like feelings are our bumpers, right? Like mm -hmm. if you think of bumper bowling, right? And, and the more you can be yeah. in touch with what's actually going on inside your body and in your emotions, you can pick up on it sooner so it doesn't have to get so big for it to smack mm -hmm. you upside the head to help you like course correct and get back into alignment. And so yep. I also think building a relationship with your feelings and your emotions is super key in like the, in, in this as well, right? Emotional <laughs> intelligence is you guys, I think that's the biggest thing that is uh, as like a humanity that we're getting to really evolve right now is some of our emotional oh, intelligence sure. because all it is really is, is just the feedback, like Michelle said, um, to help us course correct. And and yes, some of it is healing. Some of it is, is clearing, you know, some of it is generational or karmic or whatever it is, but all of it, all of that is actually still showing up to help like work things for you. Showing yeah. up for a purpose. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it just, it changes. So it changes just like for me, just changes my reality. So I don't get hung up when things are not going my way. I don't spend time for the most part. Sometimes I still do get caught. So don't, I'm not going to act like, oh my gosh, I'm just always perfect with this. But I don't spend a lot of time in the victim position of why did this happen to me? Oh my gosh, like life is hard. Oh, why is like this happening? And going into that, 
because I learned that it just, that doesn't really get me anywhere. And it keeps bringing me more of the victim stories. And you totally can spend as much time as you want there. But if I really believe that I'm a creator, then that also means I help to create this reality too. I help to create experiencing things that I might not love. And if I take that position of being a creator, and if I did create some of these things that I don't love, that means I can do something to change it. I can do something to create a different reality. And I can co-create with what's going on to create something awesome. Yeah. Because you guys, things are going to happen all the time. And even with this whole pandemic that we're having, everyone's having different experiences. I mean, even if they talk about like in the Great Depression, there were more millionaires that were ever made during the Great Depression. And, you know, and if we're just talking in financial things, and there might be some of you that are experiencing some really, really hard experiences. And I'm definitely not taking away for the fact that it's hard and it could be really painful. But I also know that there are people that are having opportunities show up where they're experiencing more abundance and more growth than they ever had. Like even to me, Amanda, Absolutely. we full on launched our coaching site. Like we've been doing one-on-one stuff for a while, but there's a bigger aspect of our business that, cause we were ready to expand and we launched right when everything broke out, Yep. right when everything was changing. It was like, and, and, okay. we, and we could have put the brakes on it. We could have been like, oh, mm-hmm. because of what's going on in the world right now, maybe we shouldn't do this. This isn't looking mm-hmm. like how we thought it was going to look. You better believe some overwhelm came up in those moments when oh, we were first hugely. launching. And it was like, and everybody now locked down in your house. And right, like we, we absolutely, you know, a lot of people went into scarcity and it was like, well, nobody's going to want to, you know, uh, nobody wants what we want, right? That was one of the the cute little thoughts that would play out in my head sometimes. And oh, well, yeah, because well, a lot oh, of our stuff was in person, in person, in person. Too. It's like okay, cool. That just now got locked down. Yep, that's so, not going to happen. And so, one things probably are never ever going to go as planned. Mm-hmm. And and the sooner that we can come to terms and peace with that being what reality is the less often overwhelm will show up, Mm -hmm. right? Because another thing with overwhelm is I think we get so stuck on the way something should be. Mm -hmm. And when it doesn't go that way, we still are trying to like force it to happen. And that gets super exhausting. And that's when like burnout happens. Oh, for sure. Because you guys, like I said, there's, there are so many different realities that are happening right now. And what you, cho- how you choose to look at it is what your brain is going to be actually able to see. Cause like what Amanda said, we had lots of overwhelm that happened. We launched and everything that we had planned wasn't happening that way. Mm-hmm. And it could have been like, she said, we're not going to do this. This is too much. Let's but wait. We, let's just wait. But because we have, and we keep saying that we've trained ourselves this way. We're not I want to emphasize that because it's not like it happened overnight. It's not like, oh my gosh, I had this one idea. And all of a sudden now my mind just always goes to the positive. No, it took a lot of consistent practice to be able to train your mind to see it's like, okay, how is this happening for me and for us? What's and this so pointing this to? Idea, yeah. What's this pointing to? You guys, it pointed to that. We got to go online and do groups online and office, office, offer, oh, offer our services much faster than we were planning on online. 
Well, all of a sudden I was like, okay, cool. That's what it's pointing to. So instead of spending any time being upset that this is what's happening, we moved and did our services online. And because we did that, that was actually where our business was going to grow and expand the fastest. Yep. We did not know that at the time, but when this showed up and we were willing to ask the question and say, how is this happening for us? Because when we do that, your brain all of a sudden starts looking for those opportunities and those possibilities. Our business, we have expanded and grown bigger and faster than we ever have because we did something that we were going to do down the line. That was actually what was going to grow us faster and easier, but we didn't know. We didn't know at the time, but the overwhelm showed up and the situation showed up and we readjusted our plan and we got everything we wanted plus way more with mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And that's what's possible. It's like, cause again, you guys, your brain will literally look for what you're focused on. And for us, it was like, Hey, we know that things are always going to change. And our belief, especially as a company, is when things change, it's because something better wants to happen. So when something changes and doesn't go as planned, we start looking, what's the better that's wanting to come through that? Mm -hmm. And part of the indicators is like when overwhelm happens, overwhelm showing up, it's like, okay, cool. This means course correct. What do we get to do differently? And when you train yourself to see that way, you can move through it faster. Let yourself feel the feelings, like Amanda said. If it's feeling it first, breathing, getting centered, and then asking questions or asking questions first, whatever. But if you can learn to change your perspective, when overwhelm happens, and overwhelm is literally a gift that's showing you to say what you're currently doing is not sustainable, you can literally open up every single one of your dreams to come easier and faster and better than you thought. It's just learning to change perspective and to ask the right questions. Because overwhelm really is such a gift. When overwhelm happens for me, I now have my playbook. I'm like, okay, cool. Something better wants to come. What, I, what do I do to get to manage the emotions and thoughts right now? And how do I get to look for what get, how this gets to be easier and better than what I thought? Amen, Michelle. Amen. Take ah! it to church. Take it to church. <laughs> so I would say if you are experiencing overwhelm right now, you guys, I would say that there is a huge blessing. If you choose to train your mind and you decide to start looking for it, asking the right questions, your dreams might be even closer than you ever thought. Maybe the relationship that you're wanting, having the family situation, or the way that you feel about yourself, whatever the overwhelm is, start asking some questions. Because I know if it can happen for us, it absolutely can happen for you. And if you start looking, you'll see that it's happening for other people to start to train your mind to see what is it that you want to experience and start focusing on that and asking the right questions of like, what's the next thing that I get to do one step at a time and systematically your inspiration and your overwhelm. And a lot of times your negative emotions will start pointing you to what it is that you want. Cause it's just giving you the bumpers, not this, not this, look at this. And when you can see it that way, life all of a sudden starts to become this really, really fun game. Oh my gosh. Oh, look, not like this. Oh, okay, that's not going to work. And things are never seen as failure anymore. It's just saying, not this way. Nope, this isn't, this isn't how you're going to get it. And it's just literally leading you towards what it is that you want. If you are wanting more information or to see what we are up to, check us out on Facebook or Instagram at the Sophrenic Collective. Have an amazing day.